the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The Supreme Court is tossing out an Oregon court ruling against bakers who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. Today's high court action keeps the case off the court's election year calendar, and it orders state judges to take a new look at the dispute between the couple and the owners of a now-closed bakery in the Portland area. Iran appears set to turn its back on its 2015 nuclear deal with world powers. The Islamic Republic's Atomic Agency says that within two weeks, Iran will break the uranium stockpile limit set by the nuclear deal. Secretary of State Pompeo consulting with foreign leaders, framing alleged Iranian attacks on oil tankers in the Persian Gulf region as a challenge not just for the U.S., but for the entire world. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 12 points, the S&P better by six points. This is SRN News. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, otherwise known as post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD is a mental health problem that some people develop after experiencing or witnessing a life-threatening event like combat, a natural disaster, a car accident, or sexual assault. For some people, PTSD symptoms may start later on, or they may come and go over time. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Scott Black, coming up next as we enter 9 o'clock. Wellness 1570 on Facebook. Summer season, lots of stuff going on, vacations, seasonal allergies. We've got lots of activities around the area, marathons, sporting events, all sorts of things. So make sure to stay in the know, what you need to know with your health and wellness. Give us a like on Facebook and get us in your newsfeed. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 1-800-462-3333. That's 1-800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be covering escaping the triangle. Escaping the triangle. Now, that has a lot of different meanings, and today we're going to play with it a little bit. But, you know, lately I've done a few shows about transactional analysis. And in transactional analysis, you're dealing with ego states. In transactional analysis, you're dealing with life scripts. Uh, in transactional analysis, you're dealing with the book and the concept, I'm okay, you're okay. But one thing I also covered is the drama triangle. And I spent a lot of time talking about all these things in the drama triangle. But one thing I did not do is spend enough time on how to escape the dra- drama triangle, uh, how to get off the triangle, uh, and also how we get on the triangle and what are the consequences of being on the triangle. But, you know, when I was uh, thinking about doing the show, it's funny because uh, whenever I thought about triangle, I kept going to this place called the Bermuda Triangle. And so I wanted to read, is this even a real place, the Bermuda Triangle? And so uh, when I thought about escaping the triangle, there's a lot of people, uh, aviators, that would go all, uh, uh, do whatever they had to do to go around the, uh, the triangle, you know, the Bermuda Triangle. They wanted nothing to do with the triangle. And I want to suggest, tie in, lay aside that just as some people who fly planes would want to stay away from the drama, I mean the Bermuda Triangle, I'm going to suggest that every single human being would want to stay away from the drama triangle. Uh, And I got this from History.com. The Bermuda Triangle is a mythical section. Mythical. It's not real. Or I'm going to tell you right now, the drama triangle is real. A mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean roughly bound by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Again, the three sides. Where dozens of ships and airplanes have disappeared. 
Unexplained circumstances surround some of these accidents, including one in which the pilots of a squadron of U.S. Navy bombers became disoriented while flying over the area. The planes were never found. Other boats and planes have seemingly vanished from the area in good weather without even radioing distress messages. But although myriad fanciful theories have been proposed regarding the Bermuda Triangle, none of them prove that mysterious disappearances occur more frequently there than in any other well-traveled sections of the ocean. In fact, people navigate the area every day without incident. And yet for some people, it is their greatest fear. And yet some people don't even believe it exists. The area referred to as the Bermuda Triangle or Devil's Triangle covers about 500,000 square miles off of ocean off the southeastern tip of Florida. When Christopher Columbus sailed through the area on his first voyage to the New World, he reported that a great flame of fire, probably a meteor, crashed into the sea one night and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. He also wrote about erratic compass readings, perhaps because at that time a sliver of the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where true north and magnetic north lined up. Interesting. After getting widespread fame as the first person to sail solo around the globe, Joshua Slocum disappeared on a 1909 voyage from Martha's Vineyard to South America. Though it's unclear exactly what happened, many sources later attributed his death to the Bermuda Triangle. And even William Shakespeare got into it. William Shakespeare has a play called The Tempest, which some scholars claim was based on a real-life Bermuda shipwreck, may may have enhanced the area's aura of mystery. Nonetheless, reports of unexplained disappearances did not really capture the public's attention until the 20th century. An especially infamous tragedy occurred in March 1918 when the USS Cyclops, a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 men and 10,000 tons of manganese ore on board, sank somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. The Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress call despite being equipped to do so. An extensive search found no wreckage. Only God and the sea know what happened to the great shift, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson later said in 1941. Two of the Cyclops sister ships similarly vanished without a trace along nearly the same exact line. Isn't that incredible? And by the time author Victor Gaddis coined the phrase, The Bermuda Triangle in a 1964 magazine article, additional mysterious accidents had occurred in the area, including three passenger planes that went down despite having just sent out all's well messages. And this one paragraph from this article in History.com, I just blew up, said, Since then, scores of fellow paranormal writers have blamed the Triangle's supposed lethalness on everything from aliens, Atlantis, sea monsters, time warps, reverse gravity fields, Whereas more scientifically minded theories uh, have pointed to magnetic anomalies, water spouts, or huge eruptions of methane gas from the ocean floor. Don't you hear some mystery? Some people believe it exists. Some people believe it doesn't exist. Some people want to explain it away. Some people want to justify it. And the reason I love that as a metaphor and analogy you know, or parable, you know, the, the word parable uh, actually means to come up alongside something. You take something that is known and you lay it out, and then you lay aside it something that is unknown, and you basically impute knowledge from one to the other. Uh, it's a parable. 
And so I love the concept of the the drama triangle and escaping the triangle to the Bermuda Triangle because of the mystery, because the, and the opposite is true of the drama triangle. There is no mystery surrounding the drama triangle. But if you look at the stats, if you look at the, the what's going on in the world, hurting people, hurting people, more and more people getting bitter and angry and hateful. Uh, I was reading some uh, Google search material. A guy wrote a book. Um, don't have the book in front of me. Uh, he used to be uh, one of the uh, technicians for Google in charge of all the search stuff. And he broke down basically years and years of searches to tell you what's inside the inner workings. And one thing I read, he said, from I think it was from midnight to 3 a.m., the three words that are searched more than anything else. You ready for this? Porn, of course. One out of three internet searches is for porn. But the other two should surprise you. Loneliness and suicide. Loneliness and suicide. In there, he goes through uh, uh, all the Google searches and how people that are married are, are Googling in a sexless marriage. Uh, people who are even with boyfriends and girlfriends are, are Googling things. And when you read this book, I just read an article on it. I don't want to address it too much so I actually read the book. It's stunning. It tells you the hurt, the pain. It tells you the bitterness, the loneliness. It tells you the brokenness and the angst that is inside people's heads. And that's why this drama triangle is so important to address. Because people get stuck on the triangle. And when they get stuck on the triangle, they can't get off. Remember, the triangle has three positions. The victim. You know, with the victim, when problems arise, the victim tends to look helplessly inward. They spin a small anxiety into something outside massive. We make up things that aren't there, and they cause a lot of pain for us and other people. And then you have the rescuer. The rescuer is the classic enabler who swoops in to save the day. He or she can be relied upon to always put out a fire or show up at the last minute. They put themselves second, and then they expect something in return, even though they say they don't. We all do. And then you have the persecutor. We all know the persecutor. Their go-to strategies are controlling, blaming, destroying, attacking, justification, because they were wronged. And boy, the persecutor's going crazy. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go into the escaping the triangles. I've talked about it, but I want to help you get unstuck. I want to help you to go over some of the consequences of being on the drama triangle. It's not a mystery. It's not a surprise. It's there. It does exist, unlike the Bermuda Triangle, where you can't have data to prove it. The drama triangle, it's provable. All you got to do is read the newspaper. Look at all the hurting people hurting people. Look at all the, the, the women uh, killing their kids. Look at all the men walking out alive. Look at all the uh, families that are allowing their children to be abused by people. So uh, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. And so we, even though we've addressed the drama triangle, I want to help you get unstuck from the triangle. I want to help you escape the triangle. I want to, first of all, show you the consequences because you got if you don't believe it's real, if you don't think something's real, if you don't believe the Bermuda Triangle is real, you'll fly through it. But if you do believe it's real, you'll avoid it. And if you don't believe the drama triangle is real, then you're probably going to stay on it. But if you do understand the drama triangle and the consequences, I guarantee you, you will do everything you can to escape the triangle or don't get on it to begin with. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. Here's what a pastor here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been 
ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt, yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water softener experts. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. It was only 48 hours. I spent six months in fire academy, so... At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, your radio class destroyer of myths and falsehoods that are considered the truth. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about escaping the triangle, escaping the triangle. And I opened up with talking about the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle, to many people, is just a made-up thing. It's a, it's myth. It's not real. To other people, they swear by it. But that's not the triangle we're talking about. And in one of my trainings, I do something called the Triangle of Truth. And what we do is we take people to uh, to create the best possible them. You know, uh, there's a famous writer, George Bernard Shaw. And near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters. And he was asked by someone in the, the group, said, hey, George, uh, you know, if you were to get a chance to live all over again, to start all over again, keeping your base of knowledge, 
And you, this time could be anybody you wanted to be. You know, you could be anybody. You could be a religious leader, a political leader. You could be anybody you want to be and live your life all over again. In that scenario, George, who would you, who would you be in a second chance to live your life? And George thought about it for a moment, and then he t- became really sure about the answer. And he said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again and be anybody I wanted to be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about living to his full potential without the fears, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems. And so in one of my classes, I always like to focus on, uh, on what the best possible you looks like, what's the best possible you sound like, what's the best possible you feel like. And I would suggest you do that. You know, basically uh, project yourself in the future. See yourself living as the best possible you. That George Bernard Shaw you could have been to your full potential without your limiting belief systems, without your uh, chains of pain that we carry from our past into other people's future, without the, the traumas and dramas, without the walls we put up to defend ourselves because people said they do and then you found out they don't. People said they will and you found out they won't. People said, trust me, and your life has never been the same once you did that and not in a good way. And so imagine if you were living your life without all of that, and you would be the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. So first of all, i got to get people to see that, to believe in that, to see it, to hear it, to feel it. What would that person look like? What would that you sound like? What would that you feel like? How would that you show up at meetings? How would that you handle conflict? How would that you uh, do all those things? And once you get a good image, a good understanding of what that you looks like, sounds like, feels like, then the question is this. Up until now, what's been holding you back from being that person? And then I want you to figure out three things. Pick three things. Three things. It could be fear of rejection. It could be holding on the past. It could be low self-esteem. Just three things that you could identify that up until now have kept you from being the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. And we have them identify those three things. And then what I do is I, draw, I put a tape on the ground with a triangle. And I tell them, here's what we're going to do. You're getting ready to go on a five-year trip. But you're going to need someone to fill in for you. And so what you're going to do uh, is you're going to help us figure out what you do or how you do what you do. And so I want, here's how I want you to address this. And I'll say this. I say, I want you to imagine you're going on a five-year trip and you're going to teach someone else. Teach me how to be you. And so I'll put on a skin that make, costume that makes me look just like you. So people looking at me would see you. Now you guys just teach me how to act like you. And so what I do is I take those three things that they identify that up until now have been holding them back. And then I ask them this question. How do you do it? What do you tell yourself to believe that you're not good enough? How do you do it? What do you tell yourself to hold on to all that hurt and pain from the past? How do you do it? How do you create it? Because if I'm going to fill in for you, I need to know exactly how you do it. And then what I have them do is I have them start creating the, recreating the dialogue or what they say to themselves. You know, they come home from work and, you know, they're tired and they don't, the house isn't clean and, and their wife looks like they haven't done anything. So, man, you know, I'm, I'm so tired. I do everything. Nobody takes care of me. I'm not going to help out with the kids. I'm, see, we don't ever just do something to do something. We create it. We create the narrative. We create the belief system. We create the structure to justify what we're doing. 
And so as I'm doing that with people to help me figure out how they do what they do, it's amazing how many people are unaware. They don't know. They don't know how they set it up. They don't know the dialogue. And why this matters is they're the ones doing it. It's at the unconscious level. But it's so ingrained. It's so much of a habit. It's so deep and so unconscious that they don't even know how they do it. And so sometimes it takes me a while to to teach them what they're doing so that they can identify those. And then we do that, and then they have somebody in their class take on that role. And so as they start explaining to me what their narrative is, how they create this uh, situation where it's justifying their actions, then I have them pick a class member, and I have them tell me exactly how they do it. And I have that class member mentally record everything they say. And then I take the second thing that's holding them back. And again, I have another class member come up. And I have them explain to me exactly what is the pattern. What do they say to themselves? What do they believe? What do they feel as they set this up? And so I set up with all three people, one on each triangle. And then when I say begin, these three people project with full force all that dialogue, all that narrative that that person said to them. And that person's job is to do battle, is to do some truth therapy, to defend themselves, to say why that's not true, why that belief isn't true, why that's not acceptable. And the problem is it takes a long time sometimes to set that up because people are so unconscious and they don't know. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, the title is Escaping the Triangle. And that's where I'm going with this thing. First of all, you got to realize you're on the triangle. Second of all, you need to get some pain. You know, the reason why they, they tell you when you're doing drug counseling that addicts, addicts won't get help until they hit rock bottom. And people always wonder why. And it's a simple answer. Because the, gra- the pain's not great enough. So remember, there are two driving forces in life. It's called neurosociative conditioning. There's the desire for pleasure. You're moving towards something. And there's the avoidance of pain. You're moving away from something. Pain is a great motivator. That's why when we self-medicate through drugs, through alcohol, through all that stuff, we stop our growth. Because pain's an important motivator. Right? In Jesus' day, there was leprosy. When you walked down the street because it was contagious, you couldn't get within like 10 feet of a person without yelling, dirty, dirty. But the thing with leprosy is it killed all the nerve endings. It killed the flesh. It killed the nerves. And so you can walk around, but your foot's numb, and so you rip it open, you gash it open, and you don't even know it's hurting because there's no pain, so you don't know it needs to be fixed, and it gets infected, and gangrene sets in. And it just eats away at the tissue. Just uh, It's terrible. And it happens because they have no pain. Pain's a great motivator. The joke is, you know, a guy goes to the doctor and he says, doctor, it hurts whenever I do this. And the doctor says, then don't do that. Right? And some of you are afraid to feel the pain. And you've numbed the pain. Remember, life is an undulating line. It goes, it has peaks and it has valleys. If you don't believe me, go to a doctor's office. Tell me you're having chest pain. They'll hook you up to the EKG machine. And you want to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic, the joy and the pain. Don't you get it? The highs and the lows. And a lot of people want to shut off the, the pain but keep the joys. You can't. Those emotions come from the same spigot. You can't shut off part of your emotions. You can learn how to have emotional intelligence, have the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct to the right person. 
but you can't shut off pain without shutting off pleasure. You can't, they're, they're very close. And so a lot of people numb themselves down and nothing gets to me anymore. It's like water off a back. And the problem is if nothing gets to you, then nobody can get to you. I always tell people you should watch enough of the news to where it stirs you up, to where you get angry, to where you want to do something about it. You want to be part of the solution. Not go to a rally where you burn down things or hate people. The rally days need to come to an end, especially if you're a child of God. You need to realize whose world you're supposed to be in. But to be stirred up to a point that you're ready to do something different, to take your hurt, take your pain, and allow it to help other people. And so today... We're talking about escaping the triangle, escaping the drama triangle, because we get stuck in the drama triangle, and there are consequences for living on the drama triangle. There's a lack of personal responsibility, because it's everybody else's fault, so we never take full responsibility for ourselves, and the problem is then our life uh, becomes an effect, that everybody else is running our life, that we're just reacting. Uh, it causes a, benefit, a painful beliefs role. You know, unhealthy beliefs about ourselves and the world instilled in childhood. These are walls. You know, where we hold on these, where we put up these walls, where we put on belief systems that we have to use to, to get through that terrible childhood. The problem is we never shed those beliefs, and they continue to hurt us as we stand in this drama triangle. Painful feelings. Frequently we get on the triangle through the port of painful feelings. A lot of people have hurt us. A lot of people have damaged to us. And we hold on to that. And then we extrapolate meaning from that. And that meaning can make us a, a victim. And then a victim where we need to rescue people. And then a rescuer where we need to then persecute people. Because we've got to stop the people. We've got to stop the Trump. We've got to stop the people. We can justify our own hate. We get Denial gets us on the triangle. Anytime we deny our feelings, we set ourselves up for a victim perspective. Feelings are real. They're not who you are, but they are real. They're energy and motion. And we discount or, or undermine those feelings and emotions. We end up uh, overtake them and we, we push them aside, but they never go away. Dishonesty is a huge one. Dishonesty is massive. It gets us on it. We project things, hurt and pain, onto other people. We tend to deny feelings and beliefs that we uh, have judged as negative or unacceptable. And so we, we project those onto other people. We project them out of our life. And so today we're talking about escaping the triangle because it does exist and it does cause real pain. Unless you understand that, you'll never get off it. So we'll be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. And today we're talking about escaping the triangle. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. 
I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at Learn with OTA.com. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, it's almost, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images, you know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about escaping the triangle. No, I'm not talking about escaping the the Bermuda Triangle. A lot of people think it's a myth. Some people believe it's true uh, that this one triangle uh, in the, the Atlantic, Uh, is possessed, is evil, is mysterious. So we're not talking about that triangle. We're not talking about the triangle of truth, one of those things I do in one of my classes where we identify those things that are holding us back. Uh, We give them voice, uh, and then we deal with them. We do battle with them. We're not talking about that triangle either. What we're talking about is the drama triangle and escaping the triangle. That's what today's show is about, and it's been in-depth, so if you missed any of the show, go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this show uh, and many other archive shows as well. You can also subscribe uh, to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. Uh, so just go to iTunes, subscribe to it, and it'll be there every day in podcast form. And please, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash limradio. And no matter where you live, we are, we're in a many local markets. Uh, you can check out likeitmattersradio.com for that. But you can listen to us one way in a national format on a little app called iHeartRadio. You go to iHeartRadio on your phone or go to it on your computer every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replay it again 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you got to do is query Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570. It's uh, our format that's pushed out of Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, Wellness Radio 1570. And so you'll find us there every single day on iHeartRadio. And so let's go into depth 
about escaping the triangle. Be honest with you, a lot of people are stuck on the triangle. A lot of people are stuck in life. They don't feel they have options. There's a, a lot of helplessness and hopelessness. Uh, the definition of depression is helpless and hopeless, that your life sucks today uh, and it'll be no better tomorrow. It's where a lot of marriages get to the point where they get numb, they get dead, uh, and then people don't think they can ever change. And so you'll act as if, and if you don't think they can ever change, then you'll act as if they're never going to change, and you just continue to perpetuate it. So I'm going to uh, draw in some powerful ladies here. I'm going to get assists. So uh, I'm uh, going to bring in some material from Lynn Forrest, a great article I have here. She gives a great example of what I'm talking about. I'm going to share that. Uh, also, this woman uh, called Melody Wilding. Uh, she's out of the U.K., I believe. She has a great blog called Unstuck Advice, Live Better Every Day About the Drama Triangle. And also Caroline Leaf. So uh, I'm going to get assist from three powerful women, three women that I'm probably not worthy to uh, to tie their shoelaces. But I want to appreciate their uh, their input in this show. So some of the reasons, this is what uh, Melody Wilding says, some of the reasons I'm feeling stuck because I don't know what I want. I don't want to fail. I keep delaying. I won't speak up. I'm over my head. I'm not confident. I'm creatively blocked. I'm unmotivated. I'm in a negative loop. It's a relationship thing. Work sucks. Life is chaotic. Something's changed. Something's not right. Starting over is hard. Um, Isn't it incredible? I'm feeling stuck. These are all belief systems. These are all feeling. These are all self-generated, right? And they're all things that we can change. And she goes into 11 ways that we get stuck. She says tunnel visionary. We're blinded by new possibilities. In other words, you need to have an open mind. You have very closed-minded. She calls it a deflated doer, feeling unmotivated. Why? Because there's no reason. What difference does it make? You know, nothing ever changes. You know, my life sucks today, it's going to suck tomorrow. 60 million Americans struggle with depression. And depression, told you, comes down to a simple equation. That helpless and hopeless. That as terrible as my life is today, it's going to get no better tomorrow. 60 million Americans are at that point, they need to take medication just to help them survive, to get through, to numb themselves enough that the pain doesn't bother them so they keep existing. She says uh, 11 ways we get stuck is a drifter, feeling directionless. You know, we're a ship on the water with no rudder. Uh, We have no control over the wind and no control over ourselves. Waffler. These are people who decide, 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 decide. Unable to make a decision. Just make a decision, will you? If it's not the right one, make a better one next time. She says the reluctant adapter is one way we get stuck. Resisting change. Change is all around us. Everything is changing. If you're not changing, you're going down. If you're not changing, you're going backwards. The day we're born, we're one day closer to death. You got to get that. She says another way we get stuck is we become an idle achiever, stalled by the details. You can no longer see the, the, the force of the trees. You're just stuck on all the trees. You don't have a big picture. You don't have a vision. You're just surviving. You're getting through. You're regretting, resenting, resisting. A fuzzy forecaster, unable to see the vision clearly. You've been shut all over your windshield of life. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. Unable to see vision clearly. Some of you need to pull over your car metaphorically uh, on the road of life and wipe off your windshield. Because the Bible is pretty clear. Without a vision, people perish. And not only without vision in this country, can I suggest that we have double vision. We have a division. Don't you get what double vision is? Division. 
You got two visions in this country, and they're leading in polar opposite directions. Boy, can't wait till the next person, uh, a Democrat, gets elected as president. Because what's half the country going to do? Resist. They're going to now want to destroy that person. In in the law, it's called precedent. And so, boy, we're all worried about is is Donald Trump going to accept the outcome of the election? Boy, people are spending a week thinking about that. Well, yeah, but we don't have to worry about that. Would Hillary Clinton and the people who voted for her, would they accept the outcome of the election? And it's clear, no, they won't. And so what's going to happen when the next person gets elected? Now the people who support Trump are now going to do everything they can to destroy that other person. This is where we're at now in American politics. It sucks, but that's where we're at. Ad liver, she says, operating without a plan. Just showing up every single day and just seeing where the winds of life blow you. Perplexed planner. She calls us caught in what is instead of what could be. You know, sometimes you're just going to say, hey, I'm going to make things different. I'm going to do something different today so that this moment is different than the last moment. And I'm going to do something different tomorrow so that that moment is different than this moment. You know what that's called? Change. We can't change the past. I wish we could. She says, lone leader, not asking for help. No man is an island and rocking to himself. We're all part of a larger continent. We all need people. We are made for relationship, both vertical and horizontal. We are made for relationship with God, that's vertical, and made for uh, relationship with each other, that's horizontal. And lastly, she says, 11 ways we get, struck, uh, we get stuck, she said, avoider, painfully procrastinating, putting it off and off and off, and you don't deal with it until it becomes critical. You know, uh, Covey has those four quadrants, urgent and important, and when we delay on doing the important, <clears throat> it becomes urgent. So, how to escape the drama triangle? First of all, we need to know that drama triangles are possible in any relationship, but they are more common in close relationships, including those with romantic partners, family, and coworkers. Whether you're fighting with your significant other over who should take the garbage out, or you're frustrated that you have to fix your annoying coworkers' mistakes, each of us plays a part in the drama triangle dance. Even though conflict is inevitable, Getting stuck in the triangle doesn't have to be. If you want healthier, happier relationships, then it's critical to learn how to communicate, how to solve problems effectively without mean or harmful behavior. And that's hard. When your motivation is missing, find out what's blocking you and what will get you going again with your spark. That's what the whole triangle of truth is that I explained earlier. So uh, this is from um, <clears throat> Melody Wilding. And she says four steps to escape the drama triangle. She says, first of all, identify your role. In order to change a pattern, you first have to identify it. You escape the drama triangle by first gaining awareness of the dysfunctional dynamics at play. Again, if you don't know you're sick, why would you see a doctor? The biggest way we procrastinate is I don't know. Because if you don't know your marriage is broken, then you don't need to work on it. If you don't know that coach is molesting your child after practice, because you're too busy building your kingdom on this planet to be where you're supposed to be, then you don't need to take a look at your lifestyle choices. So we got to get beyond the I don't know, the confusion. And number one, identify your role. Number two, ask yourself which of the labels you identify with the most. Do you sometimes tend to complain or act helpless? Are you the victim most often? Or do you find yourself blaming others more often? Are you the persecutors? Or are you always the reliable, dependable one that enables a problem behavior to continue, the rescuer? Your role may shift in any given relationship, but you want to identify where is your natural progression. Where do you normally enter the the triangle on? What is the one your go-to move, your default? 
Number three, what a concept. She says, do things differently. Once you're aware of your part, don't do the same thing you've always done. Remember, Einstein said the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So she gives three perspectives. Victims, don't outsource your self-esteem. She says, be seeking validation from other people. That's what she means by that. Don't outsource your self-esteem. In other words, don't be seeking validation from other people. Those are just opinions like yours. Instead, strengthen your decision-making skills and, and act before you re- feel ready. Get used to jumping out there. Rescuers, pay attention to what drains your energy. you got to get this. People, specific activities. To curb people-pleasing, develop firm boundaries. Learn how to say no when it's appropriate. More than you say yes, it says. Persecutors, replace accusatory sweeping statements like you always forget to call with I statements. Like when I didn't hear from you, I felt worried. Notice the ownership. You'll never change what you don't own. You need to start talking more of the self-pronoun I, my, instead of we and our. Better yet, think about aspiring to replace the drama triangle altogether with compassion, with listening, with assertiveness what's been called, she calls the winner's triangle. And number four, she says, stand your ground. Keep in mind that when you change your behavior, people around you may balk. They might not like it. People like to be in control. When you change, they don't know how to deal with it. They make it defensive. They may feel hurt, but that's okay. That's between them and their creator. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Rather, it's a reflection of normal growing pains that will ultimately change your relationship for the better. Taking new action can feel uncomfortable at first, but it's essential to shaking up and escaping the very status quo we put in place by the drama triangle. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about escaping the triangle. And after the break, I'm going to go to specific ways, specific things that you can do to get yourself off the triangle and stay off the triangle. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. 
Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your radio host, your radio mythoclast, your radio black man. That is me, Mr. Black, every single day, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, on iHeartRadio in different local markets. We're on in the evening, sometimes 7 o'clock, sometimes 8 o'clock. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com. You'll find all that information. And please, if you want to change your life, if you want the best training, that will, one, identify where you're at in the drama triangle, two, help you get off the drama triangle, and three, teach you what I'm about to teach you in this segment. Just go to likeitmatters.net. The best training you'll ever take. I will teach you more about how you work how you function. I'll get you emotionally involved with your cause. I'll help you clean up, deliver you from some of the stuff from your past, clean up some of the structure of pain from your past, help you take a look at your belief systems because your belief systems get you everything that you're getting, Uh, and then help you clean all that up based on who you are, based on what you want, based on where you're going. And so go to likeitmatters.net, and you can call me at 817-502-1554 or email me at mrblack, that's M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. So this segment, I want to help you get off the triangle. So I was sharing an article from uh, Melody Wilding, and she said four steps to escape the drama triangle. Uh, Number one, identify your role. Again, just like with the GPS, if your GPS doesn't know where you're at, it can never give you directions to where you're going, even if you're exact, specific to the dash on the four digits of the zip code. Unless you know where you're at, what your starting point is, you can never get directions. So number one, identify your starting point. Identify your role. Number two, ask yourself which one of the labels you identify with the most. That's your habit. That's where you go. That's your go-to move. You need to identify that. Number three, she says, stand your ground. Learn how to believe in yourself. Learn how to make good decisions and stick to those decisions. And number four, she said, do things differently. So a couple of things we can do differently. Um, adopt, adapt fresh perspectives. Ladies and gentlemen, no one responds to reality. What responds to is our map of reality. And what that means is sometimes you've got to take a look at things in the retrospect. You've got to take a look at things uh, with a new set of eyes. There are three perceptual positions. First, second, third. First position is self. We see things from our perspective, from our skin, from our eyes. We, we are default there. We naturally function from that mode. Second position is other. That, that doesn't mean sitting in first position and imagining what it's like to be like the other person. That means getting out of your position metaphorically, spiritually, 
uh, psychologically and st- fully stepping into the other person's perspective. It's like replaying uh, the interaction that you and another person has, but this time you see you because you're looking through through her that person's eyes and you're looking at you. You're not you anymore. You're the other person dealing with you, that second position. And then third position is other. other. And we do this all the time after the end of a day or we, something didn't turn out right. We look at in our head, we replay it in our head, we kind of watch it like it's a DVD or videotape, and we replay it. There's a lot of information in these three different positions. It's all about getting data. And so by doing that, you can learn a lot about yourself. And so what I want to do is give you some things that you can do to get yourself off the drama triangle and uh, keep yourself from getting on the drama triangle. And I'm going to suggest, I'm going to suggest right now, that part of the things that we need to do is start taking a look at our belief system. Start taking a look at our mental processes. How do you process? How do you think? Some people automatically go to victim. Some people automatically go to the attack because they're blocking an attack. I know for me, for the longest time, it's so easy for me to block an attack. We're natural-born fighters, um, natural-born martial arts expert. We block and we attack. But we need to take a look at our mental processing. And I got this from Dr. Caroline Leaf. Take a look at, I mean, just listen in on your communication the next week, your internal dialogue. At the end of each day, journal everything that's in your head. How many could-haves, would-haves, or should-have statements do you, did you make in the week? Or how did you made today? How about if-onlys? If only this happened, if only that happened. How many if-onlys were part of your inner vocabulary today or this week? How many times have you replayed in your head a conversation or situation that pains you or one that hasn't even occurred yet, but you're worrying about it and you'll worry, I love the saying, is paying interest on debt you might not owe. Here's the problem, to think is to create. As you consider all the trauma, all the drama, you replay it, you remember it, guess what? Your body releases chemicals all over again, you feel the pain. Consider how many scenarios you have created of the unpredictable future that are uncomfortable, that are annoying, that are painful. How much is speculation taken a day? How much daydreaming the negative you do? How passive is your mind? Are you in control of it? Do you ever check in there a day and find out what's going on when you're on those 30-minute drives, when you just get in a self-induced trance? How honest are you with yourself? That's a big one. And again, you're going to have a tough time answering that if you're not, because you're going to automatically say, oh, I'm totally honest with myself. Really? You won't go to my training? The reason why my training's so tough is I help you be honest with yourself, and people don't like it. How about this question? Are you at cross-purpose with yourself, going through the motions but not really committed to the goal, saying one thing but meaning another? Not that anybody would ever do that. How about distorted thinking? Are you forming personal identities around a, a disease, around an action? Do you take actions, even if they're becoming or unbecoming, and attach them to your identity and say, I'm a liar, uh, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, uh, I'm a um, philanderer, uh, I'm a mean person. Be careful what you attach your identity. Do you ever make comments like, nothing ever goes right for me, everything I touch fails, always mess up? And Caroline Leaf says, if you answer yes to even just one of these, your thoughts, your thought life needs detoxing right now. You got to get this. And the cool thing is there's ways to do this. You can, you can learn how to reframe. I teach this stuff. So there are verbal traps, but you got to really tune in. you got to realize it's going on. Verbal traps, powerless words and phrases, trap us in a remaining victim. They're belief systems. 
And we have these beliefs that play over and over. I don't, I don't speak well in public. I need eight hours of sleep a day to function. Uh, if, if I don't eat uh, by this time, I'm a real mean person. Uh, you know, screw me once, shame on me. Screw me twice, shame on. Or screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. You know, these are all belief systems. Some are metaphors that are structured belief system, and you got to tune in. You got to document. It, you got to write it down and take a look at it. You know, do you say a lot of things like, "How about the, I can't handle this. I'm all thumbs. Uh, computers make me crazy. I can never remember names. You know, uh, sorry, but I did my best. Oh, how about this? I tried. Well, quote, I tried, didn't I? Uh, I'm too fat, I'm bored, uh, I can't believe this, uh, who cares anyway, I'm beat, I give up too easily, I'll never be able to, what a waste of my time, what a shame, I'm such a disappointment, there's no justice, I'm always forgetting, that always happens to me, I'll never finish in time, that burns me up, I'm so mad, it's killing me, it's killing me, our marriage is dying, our marriage is dying. And I got to tell you, as I'm saying, reading this list and saying something off the top of my head, boy, I'm realizing my stinking thinking has really creeped in there. There's a lot of things I've kind of let go in the, in the name of reality, you know, wanting to be truthful, wanting to be real. And I realize that I've thrown some of these in there. You know, so uh, this is why I do this radio show, too. It helps me remind myself. It helps me change. We're all under construction. We're all working to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, you call it lean manufacturing, you call it Six Sigma, you call it Lean Sigma. And so part of life is to understand where we're at and make some changes. You can't control what happened to you, but we can control how we respond to it. Success, right? It's a, it's a, a sell, selling ship that's on rough waters that says success. You cannot control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. And you got to get this. It doesn't really matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we explain it to ourselves. And so that's why we got to be in the game. That's why we got to learn how to frame things, how to reframe things. Remember, frame gives meaning to words. It changes our internal representation because the meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. The only meaning that anything has is the meaning that we give it. And if we perceive something as a liability, that's the message the brain receives. Then the brain produces states, chemicals, that make it the reality. And when we change our point of view, we change how our body responds to it, biochemically, emotionally, psychologically. And one of the keys to success in life is to consistently represent our experience in ways that support us in being even greater for ourselves and for other people. So we sometimes need to change the narrative. we got to reframe, to frame anew, to reshape. You can reframe outcomes. In a well-formed goal, six elements you need to have, but you need to know this information. You can reframe life events, you know, identify memories that cause unresourceful states and figure out how they're coded and then change the way they're coded. And this can be done daily. And then there's just simple reframing, changing negative statements into action statements because what we're telling ourselves over and over has an effect. Instead of telling ourselves over and all the time, my supervisor yells at me all the time, he must not like me. What if you said, boy, my supervisor must really believe in me because he's always riding me? Instead of saying we can't afford to spend a lot of money in Christmas presents this year, poor us, say, listen, we're going to go back to the original meaning of Christmas, and we're going to actually make gifts. Instead of whining about having to pay 4000 more in taxes, what if you realize you made so much more money? you got to realize at some point you got to have some up-until-now moments. At some point, you got to start fresh. At some point, you got to give yourself permission to start over. 
You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 800-438-1391 That's 800-438-1391 Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570 KDIZ Golden Valley Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.